Hello, welcome into the ESPN Roundtable. This is Coulter Nuanez. As always, you can find the podcast version of the ESPN Roundtable, SkylineSportsMT.com. You can also always hear it new time now on 1029 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide on SWX Montana Television. We're airing these things 5 p.m. on Wednesdays now so that I can skedaddle and go to Grizz football practice and get some interviews because that's just the only time that they can take place. And practice gets over about 5.30. And now we'll play these at noon on Thursdays. It used to be Wednesday at noon, Thursdays at 5, but we just flip-flopped them, so you can always catch that now. And a couple weeks behind uploading these in podcast form, so we'll have three of them for you. Boom, boom, boom. Including today's episode featuring Big Sky Conference Commissioner Tom Wishersill. Tom's been on the job for less than a year. He is embarking on his first football season as the Commissioner of the Big Sky Conference. And he's an open, welcoming, smart guy that's really fun to talk to. We've had him on Tutel Nuanas, our daily sports our daily statewide, I should say, sports talk radio show, and uh, he's been great. And uh, it seems like he's a guy that not only has ideas, but also has solutions as well. So I think he's a guy that could guide the Big Sky Conference and sort of right the ship for some of the things that have been not necessarily fluid over the last decade or so as the league tries to pivot and figure out where they are in the national landscape. Here's Tom Wissershill on this week's ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street in Missoula. 18 draft beers, 30 big screen TVs, a gigantic space, delicious food. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if you need a place to watch the game, need a place to go to brunch, need a place to go to dinner, want to hit up one of the best happy hours in town or one of the best late happy hours in town, head on over to 3621 Brook Street in Missoula, Paradise Falls, Missoula School's hotspot. Tom Wistershill, Big Sky Conference Commissioner. Well, happy now to welcome in to the ESPN Roundtable the commissioner of the Big Sky Conference, Tom Wistersill. Commissioner Wistersill, thanks so much for taking the time out and joining us. How are you? Well, doing great. Great to be on with you guys and uh, always good to chat. Now, we know that you are in uh, Chicago right now for the uh, commissioner's conferences. All 32 uh, conference commissioners coming together at one spot for annual meetings. What, what is this about? Like, just information sharing, ideas? What's going on at these? Well, it's a little bit of everything. Um, so, yeah, all 32 uh, commissioners, we get together about three times a year. We always hold our fall meeting here in Chicago, you know, fairly centrally located uh, for everyone in the country. And, uh, you know, there's there's certainly breakout sessions for, you know, FBS conferences like ours and, and FBS conferences and others. But, uh, you know, our time as a group is spent talking about national issues. Many of us are involved in lots of committees and uh, lots of lots of different areas within college athletics that are that are monitoring things and pushing for change and and in deep discussions uh, and so you know it's uh, it's a great time to connect with our colleagues and you find out you know a lot of the challenges that you face are are similar in other conferences as well which is always fun uh but uh <laughs> but no i mean i think you know you think about what's dominating right now in this in a group discussion there's a lot going on with the name image and likeness of student athletes so we're going to have a, a couple of presenters come in, a couple of attorneys working with the NCA and uh, some other people as we try to help uh, an NCA committee try to figure out so our student athletes can uh, profit from the name, image, and likeness. Kind of where does that go? Where does it land? What's the right way to monitor it? How do we handle the money? Very complicated issue and something I know we're spending a couple hours on here. I want to get into some of those details with you, but before we go there, I want to ask you just broadly about the way that these conferences interact because to me america is one of the most fascinating places in the world because it's such a broad vast country and when you're talking about anything from politics to sports to the culture and society 
there's so many different places. I mean, Montana is a world away from Louisiana, and Georgia is a world away from Washington. And it's very similar when you're talking about the conferences. The Pac-12 and the Big Ten and the SEC are a world away from the Patriot League or the MEAC or even the Big Sky Conference. So how does that come together? How, how do you guys find continuity and figure out a way to get on the same page when you're at these sorts of meetings since everybody has such different backgrounds and different demands? Sure. Well, I think what you find when you get people in the room is most of what you discuss, everybody's dealing with the same issues, right? Whether it be membership issues, whether it's compliance issues, whether, you know, every, every school from the biggest to the smallest needs to sell more tickets and raise more money. And so the conferences are no different. So, so like I said, most of the issues are very similar. Like I mentioned, the name, image, and like we're competing at the Division One level. You know, in all in all sports, but football, we're all pretty much the same. Well, then you add in the football, and then that separates us, right? So you have conferences here at the FBS, like you mentioned, the Pac-12, the SEC, and you have conferences like ours, the Big Sky, and the CAA, and Southern Conference, others that are competing at the uh, FCS level, and then you have the non-football conferences. So we do have the breakout sessions, so each of us can spend time talking specifically about our particular issues. But the majority of the issues are very similar. And, uh, and that's where, you know, people kind of set their conference hat aside a little bit in some of these things and, and, and decide, because we're talking about the future of college athletics as an entity in a lot of these discussions, like the name, image, and likeness issue, like the pay-for-play issue, all of those different areas that, we've, that, that, that we're all dealing with it. We're all discussing it with our presidents and our athletic directors. And then we try to, try to bring that back to this group and to have a, a really good, healthy discussion, what does this look like five years from now, ten years from now? And that's how we, we come together. You know, the NIL stuff is so interesting because a lot of people in the public and, and in where in our world of you know, sports, radio, and media talk about this in, in, as an ethical issue and how the student-athlete is being treated and what they're getting for the university or not getting and so forth and so on. But obviously it's also a pragmatic one. But people think about this through the lens of the schools and I think through the lens of the NCAA, but not often through the lens of the conference itself and the commissioners themselves. So what is your... Uh, you know, you as the commissioner in the Big Sky in general, uh, sort of niche or space in this conversation? So a lot of what we do at the conference office is we're kind of a go-between, between the NCA and the lawyers and the committees that are working and our campus people. So we, we gather a lot of information. We share that communication with our conference schools. We have conference calls. So we can talk about here's kind of what's going on. You know, when you're an athletic director or a school president at one of our schools, you're so busy with the campus stuff that often finding time to dive into the national issues is really difficult from a time perspective. So that's, that's, that's where we serve. You know, we don't, we don't vote on things, you know, like when we have, you know, when, when our conference gets together, I don't have a vote in anything. I'm, I'm, there is a guide and a resource. And if the president needs something or the ADs need something, we track that information down. So, so our role is very much a communication piece and uh, to help streamline information uh, and to be active in the discussions and use our, our, our depth and breadth of knowledge to uh, help arrive at a good uh, place. But, um, but uh, you know, each, each part has to, has to fit perfectly together. You know, the schools and the conferences and the NCAA as a whole all have to work together to make this work. Tom Worcester still joining us, the commissioner of the Big Sky Conference here on the ESPN Roundtable. Tom, when you say that there's 32 commissioners there, you think, wow, there's 32 leagues in this country. That's uh, a lot. That's a crazy amount. But then you also think just how how few 
really people that is, 32 people, when you think that, wow, you're one of 32 guys, that's a commissioner of a Division One conference, that must be cool to think that you're going to go to one of these conventions. Just from a personal level, what's this week like for you? Yeah, no, it's it's really enjoyable. I'm very fortunate. I've been very blessed in my in my career. And, you know, I have a unique path. I was a Division Three student athlete. I was a Division Two commissioner. I was a Division One AD. And now I'm a Division One commissioner. So I've kind of seen all different parts and you know, I, I I like to think that gives me a unique perspective into all of these things because so many times when people think of the NCA, they think of Alabama mm-hmm. and, you know, UCLA and, and uh, you know, Ohio State and that. But in, in every community around the country there are NCA schools. And so so this it's it's fun for me to be a part of this and to like I said, to be active in the discussions with uh, pe- many of these people I've known for twenty plus years. And uh to serve the Big Sky Conference is quite an honor for me. It's a, it's a great league and very, very well-respected around the country. And uh, that's probably the, the great thing about these meetings. You know, when I speak up and say something, everybody turns and listens to me no different than they do to Greg Sankey at the SEC. And, uh, and so we're all equals in the room, uh, and uh, we're, all, we're all there for the same thing, which is the betterment of college athletics. You know, Tom, you mentioned about being a, a, a student athlete yourself at St. Mary's University in, in Winona, Minnesota, and, and having been in athletics your whole life, both playing them and then also being sort of an administrator and so forth and so on, you, you would think you've also had a, a, a lifelong love of sports in general. Where, what, what is, what's your history as a fan or as somebody who's been involved in and loves sports your whole life? When did that get started for you? So both my parents uh, have been coaches. They're both retired now, but my dad coached football for 30-plus years uh, at high school and at the NCAA Division II level in college. My mom also coached uh, volleyball, track, golf, kind of wherever my dad's coaching jobs took us, and she would you know, attach herself to coaching. So I grew up in a household with two coaches, and uh, so you learn a lot about uh, athletics that way. So, um, so, you know, I just fell in love with, uh, with sports from an early age. Played football, basketball, and, uh, and and ran track in high school, and then and then uh, much to the chagrin of my football coaching dad, went to play uh, small school basketball in college. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but have loved you know have loved being a part of it. I love what sports stands for. I love what it represents. I love what it teaches the youth of America to you know battle through adversity and to work as a team. And I think there's no better teacher in life. Uh, than athletics and that's why I love I've got two boys one's in college one's in high school the one in college played played football through high school down in Texas and then now my son is as we moved to Utah is a sophomore in high school he plays basketball and so I just you know I love having them grow up around sports as well and uh, you know I I'd never want to say I learned more from sports than I did from school but I would say for me it was probably about even right and uh, and 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 I and I I don't think I'm alone uh, in saying that, compared to a lot of people I've mentioned that to, that a lot, a lot of people nod their heads and say, yeah, you know, I learned a lot from that, too. And, uh, and so just feel very fortunate to have it be part of my life. Well, speaking of sports, this is not only the week where you're going to be busy with these commissioner meetings, but also the kickoff of Big Sky Conference play this weekend all across the league. So tell us what your week's like. Are you going to go to a game on Saturday? Do you, are you going to be in attendance somewhere in the Big Sky? Yeah, I'm actually going to be in Bozeman. Okay, so we'll see each other there. Great. 
Yeah, I che- I, I looked at the weather. It's going to be like ninety five and sunny, yeah. right? No, not. Yeah. It's going to be not exactly the first winter weather warning is Saturday afternoon. So or something standard. Like that. I haven't driven the I haven't driven Homestake Pass in a month, which is a long absence for me because I go back and forth between Missoula and Bozeman all the time for all our Skyline Sports work and. Of course, I'm checking the road report, checking the weather, and it's going to snow on Friday night when I'm leaving. Just standard that it would wait till right now. Hey, you're both going to be in the in the press box. We'll You'll be, be fine. We'll be Warm fine. heaters, food, the whole deal. You're going to be in great shape. <laughs> it will be a fun. My game. plan, yeah, my plan is to you know I always like you know, again first time for me being here for the conference. I started right when the playoffs were rolling. Right. So I I made it to Eastern for that semifinal game, but so my first I've been around a few games already, but this will be my first time. Uh, at a conference game and really looking forward to it. I like to go down and early, get down on the field, talk to the coaches, see how they're doing. Go in, I, go in and I like to introduce myself to the officials since, uh, since when I show up at conference games, I cheer for the officials. So I like <laughs> right, to let right. them know that they at least got one fan in the stand and, uh, and, and that's it. So then, then, then it, you know, for me, it's about getting around and meeting people. I'll be able to get around and, and I've met some of the people. We had our spring meetings in, in Bozeman. So I met some of the people there, but there's a number of the school administrators I still need to meet and uh, and look forward to Leon, their AD, is such a great guy. He'll take me around. We can meet uh, some of the other uh, uh, supporters and donors and that. And fun for me to be on campus. You know, it's a good reminder of why we do what we do. And you get to see the student athletes in action. So I'm looking forward to it. Boys and girls, it is football season, and there is no better place to sit and enjoy a game, all the games, than Paradise Falls. Coulter on the south end of town, 18 rotating beer tap handles, a great late happy hour, 30 televisions, a bunch of different rooms to watch. Why wouldn't you go to Paradise Falls if you're going to go ahead and watch some football? So often during football season, I hear, what is ESPN3? How do I find ESPN3? Well, Paradise Falls not only has ESPN3, but they have ESPN3 on every single TV at their entire establishment. So if you have a game that you need to watch, Paradise Falls has got it, period, point blank, 30 TVs spread around a great spacious area. Like you said, 18 draft beers, a breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu. Hardly any place in town are going to be able to find that sort of access, that sort of food, that sort of service. 3621 Brook Street near the intersection of Reserve and Brooks on the south end of the city. There's not a lot of options that way. Paradise Falls is a great one. And like you said, watch any game you want all the time, all season long at Paradise Falls. Paradise Falls is Missoula's coolest hot spot. One thing Ryan and I always talk about is just how both of us are, we call Montana home and, and we have entrenched interests in our community, certainly, but we've both been covering the Big Sky Conference objectively as journalists and commentators for more than a decade now. But objectively, the league is such a fascinating league and it's such a fun league to cover and the level of competition and the parity and just how diverse the schools are. You know, talk about a school like Southern Utah from Cedar City, Utah, or, you know, even Montana State and Bozeman, Montana, compared to Portland or Sacramento, these big metropolitan areas. So uh, now that you said, like, this will be your first actual in-conference season, just from a fan perspective, I know you're not rooting anybody on, but just objectively observing this stuff must be very fun for you. What are you most excited about learning about the league this year? Well, you're, I think you're right. It's very, uh, at least very even. Um, you know, people had told me before that, uh, you know, it's hard to win on the road in the league. So, you know, I'm, I'm anxious to see those home field advantages, to see the, you know, positives and negatives of each of those schools. I think that, you know, for me, it's about really kind of gauging the level of competition in the league. You know, I've heard a lot about it. I've, I've seen some of it, you know, take place in other sports. Um, what I've seen so far in football, 
in our league is it's very unpredictable. And, uh, you know, I think that, you know, it, you know each week, um, you know, I don't think any of our teams can just kind of show up and win. And so, you know, that, that makes it exciting. It makes it fun. Um, you know, for me, my first year at the FCS level, you know, I spent 20, 25 years, 26 years in this business, but I've never worked at the FCS level before. And what's been fun for me to go around and see is, you know, the level of passion uh, for our schools from our fan bases is really no different than FBS. And uh, that's what's been, I mean, just, just, you know, I know that I'll be in Bozeman on Saturday and there'll be great tailgating and the fans will be fired up and the students will show up and it'll be an exciting, exciting time. And again, like I said, to me, you know, that's when the fan in me comes out because I just love feeling that buzz. I love the pregame atmosphere, love the excitement before the game. And, uh, and then, like I said before, I see the kicks off and I cheer for the, cheer for the official, right. but, uh, but, but, but just being on campus and enjoying it, to me, that's what this is all about. And, you know, to me, that if, if that doesn't excite you as a person, then, then you need to not do this as a, as a job anymore. You need to find something else that you're passionate about. But for me, that, that's, what, that's what it's all about, is being there and seeing our student-athletes and our coaches go to work and, uh, and seeing what's going to happen at the end. Tom Worcester still joining us on the ESPN Roundtable, the commissioner of the Big CI Conference. And, Tom, I know that the coaches, basically to a person, the football uh, side of things, have, you know, voiced various levels of frustration about the unbalanced schedule and the nature of it in the Big Sky and, and how it's kind of awkward and cumbersome for them and maybe, uh, you know, unfair, uneven in certain ways. Uh I'm wondering, though, because coaches occasionally, you may know this, can make a little bit of a mountain out of a mohawk <laughs> from, from time to time. Uh, that does no, happen. Hold on. I need to, I need to write yeah, that down. Yeah, yeah. Quick. I, just, I didn't know that. Just a little <laughs> insight from me to you, okay? Just trying Appreciate to help that. out. <laughs> so, but I'm wondering, is it as big a deal as they think it is? or, or is, it, is, it a, is it a small problem, no problem, a major problem? And, and, and as such, what are you – What's your perspective about it as a commissioner and as, as the as the conference in general, kind of going forward? Sure. So the so here's the thing, and you're absolutely right. Coaches look at things. Everybody everybody looks at this through their own lens, right? I mean, sure. you guys as as media members, coaches, student athletes, fans, me as the commissioner, everybody's going to look through their own lens. You know, right now we have an odd number of schools. We have a couple affiliates, and so we have an in, uh, unbalanced schedule. And so the one thing I know about coaches is. I've never, I've never dealt with a coach who's gotten a, got a schedule and said right away, this is an awesome schedule. I love it. This is the best <laughs> schedule I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> Typically what they will do is say, you know, this, uh, this, this schedule is going to be really tough because of this, this, and this. You know, they like to, like to, to you know, build up their, you know, their chip on their shoulder a little bit. And I, but, you know, and, and in some ways that's great, you know, because, again, that creates the passion that we talked about before. Um, you know, I think if the state we're in right now is we're working on scheduling where if we can do it in four-year segments, we feel like we can balance it out better. Now, what we can't predict, nor should we ever try, is who's going to be the best teams and, and, and how do you balance them playing the weaker teams and the better teams and all that because you just never know. Right. You know, you just, you just can't look out. If we're doing, doing scheduling four years in advance, you know, you, all three of us would probably predict a different order of finish three years from now. And so, and so we can't do it that way. What we try to do is balance it out so that, the, so that you get you know, so many home games, so many road games against, the, against so many like opponents, and then we try to match it up with the better, excuse me, there's a motorcycle going by. There's a, and then we try to balance it out with the opponent so that, um, you, so that if someone in a, uh, that plays at a school for four years 
it's a home and away against every team in the league. So that's what we're working towards right now and trying to balance it out that way. Um, you know, I, if you look at one particular stretch of games, every coach, every fan could have something they think is unfair. But each school is going to pick a different stretch of games that they think is, is unfair. And, uh, and so that's just the way it is. Again, I love the passion and that. It doesn't mean it's always rational. Um, and like I said, everybody's going to look through it in their own lens. And you're right. Some schools in our conference on paper are playing a more difficult schedule than others. But that's why you play the games. It typically doesn't work out the way everybody thinks it's going to. Do you want $3 beers? You're crazy! Of course you do. Who doesn't want a $3 beer? For $3 microbrews and much more, come check out one of the best late happy hours in town at Paradise Falls. Sunday through Thursday from 9 p.m. until 11, Paradise has $3 microbrews along with $6 apps, $2 domestics, and much more. If you're in the mood for an evening cocktail, come to 3621 Brook Street Sunday through Thursday, 9 until 11, to enjoy the best late happy hour in town at Paradise Falls. I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Take 2016, a couple years before your arrival. North Dakota had won the league the year before. They'd gone 8-0 in the league. They come in as the overwhelming preseason favorite. And then, quite literally, their 11 best players got hurt. And all of a sudden, North Dakota went from the team no one wanted to play to, well, gosh, we're happy to go to Grand Forks this year because these guys, they're <laughs> playing a bunch of freshmen. And so it is. Sure. It's it's totally impossible to predict. Uh, but you mentioned getting the home and away for with each school yeah, every couple of years. I think that's a great idea. But there's also always the arguments from some of the charter members of the Big Sky Conference or some of the regionally familiar teams, teams like you know, Idaho and Montana. Those fan bases always want to play each other. Montana State and Eastern Washington. Montana and Eastern Washington. And oftentimes – it's just not going to happen with the way that they land on the the league's schedule. But as we know, in the Big Sky Conference, you can also play out-of-conference games against in-conference foes, just like Eastern Washington and Idaho did a week ago. So just from your perspective, Tom, what do you think of that element and how important is it to you to maintain those regional rivalries? But also, if it perhaps is a year where the schedule doesn't cater to that, how much would you encourage teams to still schedule those games as non-conference games? Yeah, you know, the balance of the schedule with, with – uh you know, playing the the uh, the rivalry games is really important to us, and so you know, to me, that's what that's what college sports is built on. It's built on the rivalry game. You know, it pains me to see when you know when teams aren't playing their rivals because that's we should do everything possible to do that. So I I I, I want to find the right balance between again making sure everybody can play everybody in a few years time frame, and also making sure we protect some of those rivals, which we do right now. But we're looking at some different models of ways to maybe even protect some more of those if we can. Uh, and then from the non-conference perspective, you know, I know Idaho and uh, Eastern Washington played last weekend in a non-conference game. And, uh, and, and so I, I think those are great. You know, I mean, yeah, it doesn't count in the conference standings, but is that a good game for both fan bases and the student-athletes? Absolutely. And so, and so we want to encourage those. Now, we also need a balance between those and we need to play out-of-conference games. We need to play other FCS schools because that helps our playoff seating, which is ultimately what we're trying to do. And so, you know, that's why we want to play teams from the Valley. And we'd love to play more teams from out east, um, and they'd love to have us come. But for some reason, they don't like to travel west very much. And so, so you know, things, types of things that we talk about in, in the side uh, rooms of these commissioner meetings is, hey, how can we get more of the, more games together and that? So, you know, that, that's, that's kind of the way scheduling works. It's an imperfect science, uh, but it is something we work really hard on. We have a, have a committee made up of athletic directors and other administrators that just does football. We have one that just does basketball, and then we have one that does all the Olympic sports. 
And we're working every day with those groups right now to come up with different models to balance things out as best as possible. Uh, again, knowing that everybody's going to look at the result through their own lens. Well, Tom, we, we appreciate your time. We know that you got to run one more question for you. You've been now the commissioner for just over 10 months uh, at the Big Sky, but as you as we talked about, you've done a lot in, in the world of college athletics from being an athlete yourself all the way through uh, a number of different things. Well, what's the thing this last year that you've learned maybe that you didn't even expect, even with the experience that you've had now being the commissioner of the Big Sky? So, you know, I, I mean, I expected our, us to have really good people. I can tell you, but the people in our league are just just the best people ever. Our, from our president to our athletic administrators, our coaches, they've all been so welcoming. They're so passionate about what we're doing and how we're doing it, you know. And so that's been, that's been a lot of fun just to get around and meet the people and just, and just feel the passion they have for everything that we, uh, everything that we do within the league. And that's just been a nice, a, a nice surprise, again, not surprising because most people in athletics are that way, energetic and and uh, and passionate about what they're doing, and so that's that that's been a lot of fun. And then and then, like I said, I I've been so impressed with the fan bases. You know, I mean, it, what really was exciting to me, uh, kind of the wow moment was, you know, being in Boise at our basketball tournament, first year there in Boise, and just walking around one of the nights in between games, out you know three four blocks around the arena, and just seeing all the fans of the different bars and giving each other crap about the game or, you know, a go figure cat Grizz fans trying to get together at the local <laughs> establishment, uh, right. you know, but, but, but to me that, that was like, that was a great moment of, you know what, that, this is really cool. It, it's important to people. And uh, that's, what's been a lot of fun. Well, Tom, I'll tell you what, we really appreciate it. You're a prince for fitting us in while you're in Chicago over there at the meetings. We, we appreciate that very much, and I know uh, you'll enjoy uh, being in Bozeman this week at the, uh, at the Cats' first uh, uh, home conference game, all right? Yeah, looking forward to it. Appreciate what you guys do for the big sky, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys soon. Sometimes it's stressful juggling all your responsibilities on the weekends. You know you need to do your chores. You know you want to spend time with your family. But really, you just want to watch football all day. Paradise Falls is the perfect option for a family-friendly place to hang out and still have a chance to catch all the games. Open 7 a.m. till midnight and offering breakfast, lunch, and dinner, Paradise Falls has 30 big-screen TVs, ESPN3 capabilities, and much, much more. So you're going to buy Paradise Falls on Brook Street anytime you're in the mood for some food or some football. Paradise Falls, 3621 Brook Street, Missoula's coolest hotspot.